It's the show, Graham. A couple of times a week, we try to bring you conversations with people who might have a different lifestyle than you or perhaps a different profession. This, ask a male escort anything on the show, Graham. I think last time when we had a female escort agent, uh, escort agent, why do I say agents? Uh, escort on, we got some people saying, my kids are in the car. So, uh, listen, the content isn't going to be necessarily sexual, but uh, be forewarned, ask a male escort anything. And thank you for your time, eight minutes after two o'clock. Are we using your first name? I, I forgot to ask you if we're actually using your name. Do you want your Twitter and your website to be revealed, Mr. Male Escort? <laughs> yes, Alex is fine. Uh, all that information can be posted. It's no problem at all. All right, uh, Alex, do you well, give everybody your website if you want to give out your website? Uh, the website is alexinthesix.com. Alexinthesix.com. Alex spelled the way more, most normal people who aren't trying to be super cool spell <laughs> Alex. Okay, so um, how long have you, how did we, how, did I, how did we contact? Did you contact I think, me? Or, I, con I think you contacted me. It, just, it was just shy of, um, I think it was a day after or so, you did that uh, session with the owner of Oasis, Oasis um, Aqua Lounge. Oh, that's right, because you posted on her Twitter afterwards, right. and I saw that you were a male escort, and I was like, of course I like hey. male escorts. Uh, <laughs> anyway, <laughs> you were, and then I was like, found out that you only work with women, and it was just a disaster for me. Anyway, <laughs> so uh, how long have you been a male escort? You know, I've been doing this for just about uh, coming up to a year now, um, working independently. Uh, prior to that, um, I worked with within the industry, uh, with a female escort agency um, where they would see uh, male clients. And I uh, worked my way up there. I understood how the business worked. I've been in this business probably for about two and a half years, not necessarily escorting, but within the industry. So, and, um, listen, we've all seen yeah. like American Gigolo or Deuce Bigelow, male Gigolo, <laughs> and we know that men... Uh, are for hire for women, but usually I think when you hear male escort, one would think that it is a same-sex profession predominantly. No, no, it isn't. Um, it's going to it's going to cater to both to both uh, to both male and female. So, um, in in my sessions, I strictly see females, but I do get uh, the occasional uh, male clients inquiring and uh, interested in seeing me. Uh, but it's never always sexual. It's just, uh, oh, should I say, keeping it very simple, uh, time and companionship. It may not necessarily always be sexual. It could just be a time to hang out or try something new. So it's it's very broad. Okay, so how did you say you've been doing it for two and a half years? How did you get into it? Um, you know, initially I started driving for an agency, and um, I became comfortable with the whole uh industry how what what happened what, how things worked and um i i stopped driving for a bit and i figured you know what i'm, I'm comfortable with myself or somewhat at the time and i figured you know this is something that i need to uh, i thought it was going to be okay with it and i figured let me try something new and i've been in the industry for so long that I, I was comfortable with myself and i figured something new to try and i i think overnight i spoke to a friend and I know she works in the business as well, and you know she said, you know, hey, try it out. If you're okay with it right now and you're you don't mind, uh, you know, 
since I've already been in the industry as a driver, I yep. was able to see how females work, how things went on with them, and I felt very what comfortable would with myself. You, what would you see? What is, I mean, does the driver, I'm, here's what I'm guessing oh, the driver right. does. The driver clearly drives the yep. woman to the appointment and waits in the car and waits for a message to make sure that she's safe or, and then waits and exactly. uh, drives her yeah. home. Exactly. So she uh, checks in with me, let me know she's safe, and um, uh, she's drinking tea and talking politics. That's what I figured they do all the time. Okay. Um, uh, from there on, she gives me a call when she's finished, and I pick her up, and we either go to another call or we go home. And uh, that's what I did as a driver for a couple of years, and like I said, I, I, I heard their side of the stories, you know, the good, the bads, and the indifference. And I, I could stay safely safe for uh, more often than not. It's always been safe and it's always been okay for them. I've never had any issues that I had to engage and, and, and step in. So you never got out. a phone call and had to go like punch some dude out or something like that? Um, I Not punch anyone out, just going, hey, I need you to leave with me right now. I don't feel this is safe anymore and we need to go. And that's really what it came down to. Some, you know, I had one, maybe one or two clients that weren't very happy. But at the same time, they were not very polite and um, uh, gentleman-like yeah. in, the, in those situations. So, okay, so you saw these women. Uh, these women actually—they weren't drug addicts. They weren't any other kind of stereotype. These were high-end call girls, I guess. And you saw it working out for them, and you thought, "Hey, maybe there's a market for me uh, meeting up with women and being paid for this." Exactly, and um, you know, these ladies are not pushed into the into the industry they do it because they want to uh, and you did it because you want to exactly can you remember and your what was it like your first time you were being paid it was a rush it was an adrenaline rush um uh we had, a, we had a, made arrangements earlier for a certain period of time and the session went really well and extensions occurred so from paying for one hour uh it went well and i think i got about two and a half hours on that a call and obviously, the money grew exponentially after two. What is hours. what does an hour go for if a woman wanted? Uh, uh... For my rates, I go for two twenty uh, for in call, meaning that um, the lady comes to me. Uh, two fifty for out call. So I go to to their establishment, uh, whether it be a hotel or we meet up somewhere. And what's the most you've made in one night? Uh, personally, just for that two and a half hour call, I got four hundred and seventy five dollars. For, for that one night? Two and a half hours. For, yeah, for two and a half hours. Yeah. Okay, more yeah. with Alex, who is a male escort who uh, has female clients in a moment. And if you've got a question, you can text it at 71010. Ask a male escort anything. Ask a male escort anything. So in one night, how many clients might you see, Alex? Uh, I try to keep it minimum to two, uh, just so that... I am. I am doing okay. I don't want to get rushed or pushed into any situation yeah. that I don't want to be in. So I just take it easy, look at the calls, and try to do a bit of a screening, understanding who they are, where they're from, and maybe have a conversation with them prior to the calls. Uh, two is is good for me, um, but obviously in my industry as a male escort, um, it is not as busy as some of the female, my female uh, counterparts. So. I may get to a night, um, sometime it would be maybe once or twice a week. So sometimes it, it, it varies, depends on uh, the weather. So, <laughs> but uh, sometimes it's not as, as, as luxurious as some of the other females. And 
how much have you made in one night? I mean, I've been guessing like a grand or? Um, I would say about seven fifty in one night with between one to two ladies. And how much have you made in a year off of this? Uh, in my position, I've been doing it full time slash part time just because I, I do I work a nine to five in the in the IT sector. So I try to um, get at least one call, two calls uh, every couple of days. I would say over the last year, I would say most of the part time would probably come home around about fifty five to sixty thousand. Wow. He's a male escort, and his website, we'll give it again in a couple of seconds' time. Alex is his name. Ask a male escort anything. He's been doing it for about two and a half years. And this is like, I mean, some people for extra money, Alex, are driving Uber, but you are a male escort for extra money. This is not how you yeah. make your main living. You have a nine-to-five job. Yes, that's definitely. I work in, um, in the IT sector. Um, and I do this for fun, for excitement, just to, I mean, everyone's different, but for me, I, um, I decided that it was, it was easy, it seemed simple enough, and um, I know how the industry works, so I figured, hey, why not, a little bit of extra cash, uh, works so well. So, are you, what do you tell your family and friends? Um, I could be very simple. I, I, I do contract work for the IT sector, and um, there are times I have to see clients, and without going into details, I just leave it as that. You don't. So, does anybody in your your family? Do your your parents? Do your uh, have no, brothers and no, sisters? No one knows. I uh, just the the handful of people that I I work within the industry uh, is aware of it, and on um, that's it. I keep it very discreet. Uh, without going to details with anyone else. So you do not have a girlfriend? No. And you have you ever in the last two and a half years had a girlfriend? I have. I have. And um, so it, it, it's done well. Uh, I've had a good time uh, with my last relationship. It just things didn't work out just like anyone else. Uh, unfortunately, we didn't see I die after a bit of time. But um, it, Did it have to do with her wanting you to stop doing this? No, 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 no. She wasn't aware of it. Um, but in this industry, I'm very uh, safe. Uh, no chances being taken. You know, everything's being uh, above board. And um, she wasn't aware of it. And uh, I think after a bit of time, it, you, you have to spend a lot of effort and time in covering uh, the backstories. And yeah. I think that could have been part of it, too, is um, I didn't see eye to eye with her and the same with her and I. And... Um, after a bit, I can't really, I think we just kind of split apart after a bit. It's nothing so in particular. What percentage of your clients are not sexual? I would say it's about 50 50. And so 50 50 and more and more to non sexual, like maybe even 60 40. And what do they, they just want to hang out and watch movies and cuddle? And what, are they, what, what do women exactly. want to do? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I cater both to just the non-sexual, um, where it's just to hang out, do shopping, go go to the mall, grab something to eat. Uh, there are times where, um, at present, I'm more catering to where uh, companies have different events and someone doesn't want to go by themselves, or they may have, you know, um, they may not have a significant other, a significant other, a boyfriend or a husband 
and they want don't want to go on their own. So the last little bit, I've noticed that um, I've gotten additional calls where it's just to hang out or accompany someone to an event, whether it be a work function or a family what, Do event. you charge differently for an event? I mean, or are you still $250? Yeah, everything is the same. Uh, so somebody both. will pay you $500 to go for two hours to an event with them. Yes, sir. Yeah. Um, the same time preparation for me to get ready and uh, prepare that day for whatever event may be, following up with them, understanding what, what we're doing, understanding our stories that we're going to keep together and stick together throughout the event. It's um, usually a lot harder than you think sometimes. You have to have a backstory. You get together with the person who you're going to be an actual date on and say, okay, we met here. Uh, good and- life. Okay. On this day, and uh, you know, we've been going out for this long. This is my likes, this is my dislikes. And I try to have a coffee with each person before that and just to you know, see there's a chemistry, understand each other. And- Are they on the clock for that? Uh, no, 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 it's not. It usually is a 10 to 15 minute coffee. So the clients that are sexual, have they ever wanted something that you wouldn't do? There has been a couple of times. There's been a couple of times. Let's not go but... into what the, what what it was. I was just wondering. And so uh, what happens when, when that happens? You know, just a very polite, very, very polite understanding. Hey, you know, uh, unfortunately, it's not something I do. I don't feel comfortable with. And what and, happens you know, when everyone, you're not? What happens when you're not attracted to them? You know, I think everyone's attracted, and I'm attracted to everyone in various ways. Everyone uh, that I meet up, I try to find something that I am attracted attracted to, whether it be a smile, just uh, you know, a flick of the hair, uh, a dress, something. There's always been something, you know, the way they 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 move, they they talk. Something I try to find that's appealing, that's interesting, and I use that to to help me along with the session. So is that a nice way of saying um, that you don't judge based on appearance, that somebody might None be... None whatsoever. Everyone, you know, everyone needs companionship. Yeah. Um, for various reasons. Some people just wish not to get into relationship because they're busy with work, careers, etc. And they just want to hang out. They just want to go have a coffee, have dinner, a date. And, you know, sometimes it's all about that, that experience yep. than, than the looks of that person. What's the um, most you have seen one person? Have you been requested back, like, a whole bunch of times from one yeah. woman? Who... Yep, I have a client that I see, or a couple of them that I see regularly throughout uh, the city. And those clients um, are very simple in a sense that they don't want, it's not sec- it's non-sexual, so it's a matter of just hanging out, grocery shopping, going to the mall, they're going to purchase something, so I tag along with them as Somebody will pl- pay you $220 or $250 to go grocery shopping with you? Yeah, yeah. Just the shopping, going to the mall. Are these people very, experience. very lonely, and it just means a lot to them that you would show up and take the time? I mean, also $250. Hey. <laughs> no, but I, I'm... I guess, you know, the time and effort, like I said, it, everyone Are you like different. a counselor to some of these people? A lot of the times you are because you're you're under, trying to understand what they're what they're going through. Some are some can be lonely. I mean, I'm not gonna lie. Some can be lonely, and um, they just want to have to talk to someone. You know, let someone 
listen to their stories, you know, what what's happening at work that day, you know, Do this you... boss or that boss. And a lot of times it's all about emotional support. Would we be shocked by some of the women who call? Because a lot of a lot of guys would say, "Well, women can have sex with anybody if they wanted to." Do you get very, very, very attractive women who will call and ask for your services? Yes, there are times where I wonder to myself, "Wow, what am I getting myself into?" Yeah. You know, can I, you know, am I going to be okay in the session? Are but they the time, all rich? No, I wouldn't say that. I have a couple of clients that uh, I don't see regularly weekly but every other month or so they would get stuff together uh, get their funds organized and um, you know we will work together and I try not to in situations like that I try not to uh, like if I was I was you I and I would never be unfortunately um, uh, are there times where you're like you look at a very pretty woman you show up and you're like I can't believe I'm getting paid for this and I could actually I might fall in love with this woman like i have a crush on this woman like have you ever had that i've had it a couple times but at the same time you know i I have to think about what i'm doing here and you know i try because i at the end at the end of the day i'm providing a service and i try not to get caught up into that emotional aspect of it i can't help it but there are times where that does happen and you know i wonder myself wonder to myself wow you know this is this is unreal but at the same time, I ha- if that does happen, I have to take a break and and you know get myself in yeah. order and and explain to myself this is what I this is not what I'm here for, and that that part and um, you know I have to take a break to to separate myself a little bit if that yeah. does happen. Hey Alex, I'm sorry you've run out of time. It's been a very interesting conversation. Thank you very much for your time. Can you give us your website one quick time? Yeah, it's alexinthesix.com and my Twitter account is. The Alex in the six. All right, Alex, thank you very much. And I know you're off on a big vacation. Enjoy it. Yes. Thank you very much. Have a great day. All right. That's Alex, who is a male escort. Listen, somebody was concerned that we're glamorizing this lifestyle. I don't know. Are we? We're going to be doing Ask the Guy Who Runs the Sky Dome Roof anything. Are we glamorizing that? Yeah, actually, we are.